0: It is our privilege to come to God, to come to God today, to take this moment. And actually this morning I wanna speak to you about moments, about taking a moment because we get so busy and we get so caught up with things. See, and if you think about your own journey and your own walk, your own life, it's full of moments, moments of joy, moments of happiness, moments of fear, Moments where you were afraid, moments where you were angry. And see, sometimes all of these moments, loads of them happen at once. And sometimes they happen one at a time. And sometimes we get so caught up. Like you, you remember the moment when you got a job. I remember a moment whenever I was young, I tried to decide to do a wheelie on a bicycle going over a ramp. And it didn't work and I cracked my head off the ramp. I remember the moment I first jumped off a pier into freezing cold North Sea. And it was cold, but you know what, it was I loved it. I remember the moment I first met Katie. I remember the moment she said yes to marrying me. I remember the moment that she said I do. I remember when Naomi was born. I remember when Orla was born. I remember the moment I decided to follow Jesus for myself. I remember the moment I decided to then honor him by being baptized. See, life is full of moments. Life is full of these moments. And if you only look at the highlight reels, sometimes it can look very glossy. And that's in essence what our social media turns into, highlight reels of our life. And this is all the good stuff. We see, life is full of joy, it's full of happiness, it's full of fear, it's full of confusion, it's full of pain. And whatever you're feeling right now, I just want to actually, let's just take a moment. Let's just take a moment and just see and feel where we're at and just bring it to God right now. So let's just take a moment and just just pray to God. Come to God just as you are and just tell him how you are, tell him how you feel. God, thank you that we can approach you. Thank you that however we're feeling, whether on top of the world or whether we feel like we're scraping the bottom of the barrel, God, we can bring it to you. We can bring it to you, the one who loves us, the one who desires to be with us, the one who calls us by our name and says that I love you. God, we come to you just as we are, not as we wish we were, but exactly as we are. see what happens in a moment can be so powerful and i'm going to talk to you today about a moment that actually transformed a young girl's well her whole life it flipped it upside down and then not only that as it impacted humanity and i'm sure you all know what i'm referring to if you know the christmas story at all and it's when a young girl called mary who was estimated to only be in her early teens she was engaged to be married, which was their traditions at the time. There was nothing that seemed unusual about her life. She even had the honor of being married to an honorable man. And that was every girl's dream back then, to, to marry a man of such high caliber. And then all of a sudden, in a moment, everything changed. Everything got flipped upside down. And if you want to read along, you can. And you can turn to Luke 1 in your Bibles. And we're going to read from Luke 1, verse 28. Julie's already referred to angels, you know, showing up. And this is when another, the angel showed up initially. And the angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. See, even just for that one sentence... In that one moment, things changed forever. This just changed everything for this young girl. Because believe it or believe it not, seeing an angel was very uncommon. It didn't happen in those days. How would you respond if all of a sudden an angel, if God sent an angel right into your life? I was standing in front of you. How would you think to respond? How would you, you know, start to comprehend it? I don't know about you, but I'd probably freak out a bit. I'd probably be a bit, ah, it's an angel. And this, not only that, did the angel show up in the room she was in, the angel started speaking directly to her. You know what? I could probably cope with seeing them do something, but whenever they turned to me and start talking to me, And you see, that would be a moment to to remember in fear, wouldn't it be, if the angel did that? And actually, the, the Bible does warn us about these things. It says it's actually sometimes quite common. See, in Hebrews 13, verses 1 and 2, it says, keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so, For by so doing, some have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Sometimes when you meet a stranger, you could actually be meeting an angel. You could actually be meeting uh, one that's not showing all its heavenly glory. But it could be approaching you just as what it looks like a human being. We've got to be so careful because sometimes God does this and God sends them. And so this angel appeared before Mary. And what was her response? And in verse 29, I think this is totally normal. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of grieving this might be. It's a normal response. If an angel showed up and said that to you, you'd be like, "Uh, what? You know, this young woman who did love God, this young woman who wanted to do that, she was a humble woman. She didn't really fully grasp why God was speaking to her. Why would God come to me? It was a totally not normal event, this angel showing up. See, God at this point had been silent for hundreds of years. So why would he speak to me? Why would God call me highly favored? What have I done to be worthy of this? Is this angel even in the right house? I know that's what I'd be thinking. Is this angel, does he have the right person? Is he in the right house? Did he get the address wrong? You know, and that's, and that's why she probably was greatly troubled because it was such a, a blessing of a greeting. That she, it probably filled her full of fear. All sorts of stuff would have been going through her mind. And, but before Mary could even try and articulate something, the angel continued to speak to her. Verse 30, it says But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God, you will conceive and give birth to a son. And you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. Wow, what a message! What a message for this angel to speak. So Mary was sitting there, probably going, Okay, it was the right house, it's the right person. And I found favor with God. Plus, I'm going to be pregnant. Like, how much of this is that? You know, she was, was going through mine. And not only am I going to receive the honor of being pregnant, but I'm going to be pregnant with the Son of God. And He's even given me His name. He is going to do what now? He's going to be the Son of God. He's going to be the King. He's going to you know, take on the throne of David, our ancestor, and restore it, and the kingdom will never end. See, I bet this moment blew her mind. I bet this moment just was beyond comprehension. So how much information could be crammed into a couple of sentences? And see, out of all that, what do you think she focused on? This is what Mary focused on. Mary, verse 34, it says... How will this be, Mary asked, since I'm a virgin. So how can this be? How how could I be pregnant? You know, so many times in our life, we focus on one or two small minute details instead of the whole story that God's trying to speak. We focus on, and that's part of the human condition, we end up focusing on one or two things that jump out on us rather than the whole storyline. And she jumped out on the one thing that would impact her the most. And we do that Sometimes, if something's happening and we've got an array of stuff happening within our story, within our walk with God, we end up focusing on one or two little things that impact us the most rather than actually going, God, what does the whole walk look like? What does the, the, everything that you're doing look like? And we focus on usually that one little bit that impacts us the most or a couple of little bits that impact us, and then we go, ah. See, this just shows Mary. For who she was because she had been honorable she had tried to be pure she had tried to honor god with who she was and she's like i haven't done anything to get pregnant so how could i be pregnant but don't worry the angel soon put her mind at ease the angel answered the holy spirit will come on you and the power of the most high will overshadow you So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from the Lord will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. See, God spoke through this angel to this young girl. This young girl who feared and honored her with her life. And she knew what all this would mean. The instant that this encounter happened, she knew that her life was never gonna be the same again. That reality as she knew it was finished, it was over. See, everything in her life got flipped, turned upside down. She was going from a place of honor where she was going to have the honor of marrying to be an outcast in society. That's what it meant for her to be pregnant outside of marriage. She got pregnant and she was an unmarried, engaged woman who would be viewed in condemnation because of this. See, she wanted to honor God with her life And in essence, as we take on the lessons that we learned from Mary, what would we we be willing to let society say about us to bring honor to God, to see the glory of God revealed in our lives? How much are we willing to give up? Are we willing to allow God to speak into our lives first? Are we willing to let him come and turn our lives upside down? This is a challenge that faces all of us. Are we willing to lay aside ourselves, our ego, our wants, our ambition, our desires, our plans? Are we willing to lay all that aside to see God show up? To see God speak to us something which would go against the normal, if you want to put it that way. Like the journey Mary was going to have to go on, a journey where she would be disowned because Joseph was even going a plan to get you know divorce her quietly he was still trying to be an honorable man even though they were having this baby but then an angel encountered him and told him look God sent an angel to encounter him and said look this is my plan don't abandon her I want you to be I want you to be the stepfather to Jesus I want you to raise him as your own You see, for all of the things that we want to see happen in our lives, see, we've got to make sure that they fall in line with God's plans. And that's why we live our life in this relationship, isn't it? This is why we don't just come to church on a Sunday and go home and live whatever way we want and then come back the next Sunday or even virtually. You know, we we do it to honor God. We do our lives to honor God every moment of every day See, and this is the time of the year whenever we start to tell the world, look, this is a moment that defined history. This was the first of the moments across the moments of Christmas that we celebrate that defines history, that defines this story, that defines the meaning of Jesus coming. Why did Jesus have to come? Why? We get to share this at this time of year. We say, yeah, Jesus came. The real meaning of Christmas is, is, is not all the media hype and all the things that just happen, the real meaning of Christmas is Jesus becoming a person. God choosing to be restricted to human form. God, the creator of everything, chose to be created. To just become a couple of cells inside a womb of a young girl who was outside of her own traditions even, who wouldn't have got pregnant God wanted to show that. Are we willing to say the same way as Mary said, that in our lives, as we honor God, even if it goes against societal normal, are we willing to stand up and say, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. See, what is God speaking over your life? What is God asking you to do or not do? What is God asking you to engage with or disengage with? What are you allowing to get in the way of that? Are you allowing yourself to sometimes even get in your own way? I know I sometimes do. My own fears, my own insecurities. I'm sure we can all hold our hands up and say that. But you know what? We need to put ourselves to the side and say, God, what do you want to do? Are we willing to put ourselves out there? Because this whole Christmas story just reveals God's plan for the world. Jesus came and Jesus lived as an example for us to follow. So will you say that today? Will we say that today? Will we honor God today? Will we today give God the challenges that we're all facing? However we feel in this moment or in any moment that we've had in the last weeks. Are you willing to forgive those who have wronged you? Are you willing to move on Are you willing to live in the forgiveness that God gives? Are you willing to forgive yourself even for the mistakes you make? Or do you want to run away and hide and be a bit like an ostrich sticking your head in the sand? It doesn't make the problems go away. It just means the problems follow you. Remember hearing a quote once that everywhere you go, there you are. In other words, you can't get away from yourself because that's why we need to reflect on ourselves and go, God, what is there any unclean way in me? Is there anything I'm doing that dishonors you and dishonors your name? I was speaking a couple of weeks ago about um, righteousness versus self-righteousness, God's righteousness versus our own. And sometimes we feel we need to feel so right and entitled ourselves that we lose track of God's righteousness because we get caught up in our own. See, this is the challenge that we all face on a daily basis. It's not even a you know, weekly, monthly, yearly thing. It's a daily thing. Are we willing to keep setting everything down at God's feet? That's why we get brought, took a moment and brought stuff to God. We need to do that all the time. As soon as anything tries to get under the surface of who God says we are, we give it to him and we allow him to speak his words over us, to speak his identity over us as sons and daughters of the living God. We say yes to what he speaks over him or, or over us. We say yes to his identity. We say yes to the things that he says. So do we allow ourselves to be distracted by what the world says? Or do we allow ourselves to reflect the love of God do we seek God and seek his face do we spend time reading through the Bible and gleaning and teaching and I'm not on about corporately as we're doing now we're looking at what the angel said I'm on about individually do you journey with God and seek him every day and go God what are you doing today do you pray openly and honestly with him and allow him to just encourage you and challenge you in your walk this is the beauty of, what, of journeying. This is the beauty of the journey that we all go on. And Mary was just at, this, at the start whenever the angel spoke to her, but she said, I'm the Lord's servant. I'm willing to do whatever God wants. Are we willing to do whatever God wants in our life, even if it goes against our own sort of ego, our own, uh, our own desires, our own wants? See, the beauty is the angel showed up and the angel didn't condemn her for being troubled or afraid because Mary was greatly troubled at the words that this angel spoke. But she allowed that to disappear and just go, okay, I want to honor God with what he says and what he wants to do. And this is the beauty of all of us. We get to come boldly before God in the name of Jesus. We know the end of the story. Mary didn't. Mary didn't know everything that was gonna happen. Mary didn't know the journey that she was gonna have to go on as the mother of Jesus. But she was willing and humble enough to just say, God, whatever your plans are, I say yes. Can we say that today? Can we say that, that we're living that way today? Can we say that all of the moments that spring into our mind, have we been following God's plan or do we get caught up with our own? This is a season that we get to choose to take a moment. So I want to encourage you that over this season, take as many moments as possible just to be with God, to be present with God, to pray to Him, to tell Him how you feel, whether you're on top of the world or whether you're at the bottom of the barrel. However you feel, whether you're in a time of joy or a season of mourning, whether you're um, dealing with some complex issues or whether life's actually okay at the minute, however you feel, bring it all to God. Bring it all to God and let him do something miraculous in your life. Let him speak over your life. Let him speak the words of kindness and joy. Because if we go back to the passage in Hebrews I read, it says, Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. As we love one another, we reflect God's glory. We need to love one another. We need to choose to love one another. It doesn't come naturally, especially if sometimes there's a bit of friction between you and someone else. Sometimes personalities clash, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We've got to choose to love one another. Why? Because. Sometimes when we show hospitality to strangers, we're actually entertaining an angel sent by God. We're entertaining someone sent by God. This is the challenge we all face daily. And I just want to encourage you, serve God with all of your heart. And don't lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and allow him to direct your paths. So allow him to make your pathway straight. That's what the Bible promises us will happen. As we acknowledge God and as we follow God, he will make the pathways straight. Let's just pray together. God, thank you so much that in the moments, in whatever moment we're in, God, we can honor you. We can honor you with all of our life. We can honor you whenever we don't understand what's happening or why things are happening. We can honor you even though we sometimes fear what's happening around us. Even though we're in confusion, even though we we struggle. God, we just pray that right now, however we feel, We can honor you with our life. We can honor you with who we are. We can honor you with who you've called us to be. God, we know we are human. We know we, we make mistakes. We know we fall short of your standard. But God, in spite of that, we come to you and we ask forgiveness from you. We go to our brothers and sisters who we've wronged and we ask forgiveness from them. God, thank you that in this journey we get to love one another. As you have loved us, we can then reflect your love to others. So God, just help us on this journey. At this Christmas time and in this Christmas season, may we all live a life worthy of the calling we've received. May we all honor you. And God, just help us step out in faith where we need to take a step of faith, help us step out in faith. God, where we're falling short of actually communicating with you and being on a journey with you, God, enable us and, and, and just help us to engage with you in greater ways. Because we want you to direct our paths. We want, don't want to be caught up with ourselves and our plans. We want to know what your plans are for our life because God you've dreamed dreams for our life and God we want to fulfill the dreams and the purposes that you have spoken over us so God thank you so much for what you're doing and we pray for more we ask for more come into our lives in ways that we can't even begin to comprehend and just transform us into something worthy of following you in Jesus beautiful name Amen. Amen. Thank you, team.